Welcome back to another episode of Stern Chats. I'm Andrew Slotnick. And I'm Adrian Henderson. And as I'm sure you've recognized, we are neither Frank nor Sherry. We are actually the second set of hosts who will be taking over the podcast going forward. Yes, and we're super excited to be here and to welcome everyone to our first show. On the show today is second year MBA EJ Obasi. EJ is a JD MBA at NYU and a co-founder of Black Girls Graduate, an organization that celebrates and advocates for Black women pursuing and finishing collegiate degrees. Sherry is actually joining us back in the studio today as the producer of this episode. Sherry, what was it like getting to know EJ? First of all, congratulations, you two, on your very first episode together. It's such a thrill to see you all in these seats, and we really wish you the best of luck. So once again, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It was such an honor speaking to EJ prior to this episode. I am constantly, and all of us are surrounded by full-time MBA students or part-time MBAs, but EJ is part of a select few who is actually pursuing a joint degree in the JD MBA program. Not only is this an incredible undertaking of time and effort in terms of the curriculum, but she remains laser-focused on her volunteer teaching and allyship efforts, which to me is really the hallmark of what NYU Stern is all about. Beyond impressive, honestly. As as a first-year MBA, I'm sure Andrew can truly relate to the stress we've gone through. Absolutely, for sure. We are super excited to get started on our first show and ready to hear more about EJ. Flip the switch and let's go. Cue that music. From New York University Stern Campus, this is Stern Chats, the podcast that tells the hidden stories between the lines of someone's resume. In the interest of serving the Stern community, building relationships, and unlocking important life lessons, we present these stories to a wider audience. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Stern Chats. Today, we have EJ Abazi on the podcast. EJ, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. Yes, welcome. Just so our our listeners can get a better idea of who you are, do you want to give us a quick 20-second intro? Sure. Um, I guess in 20 seconds. (laughs) So my full name is EJ Maka Abazi. I am a JD MBA here at Stern, originally from Chicago, from a family of six. (laughs) Family of six. Man. That's nuts. What yeah. was that Where are you in the line? So I am the second oldest. There's okay. four girls, um, my mom and my dad. So yeah. a very um, women-dominant household. I see. Nice. For me, the main thing I'm trying to get towards is social impact through the private sector. Mm-hmm. Sure. So that's kind of where everything culminates for me. So connecting the social impact work that you want to do, um, your relationship with your siblings, can you talk a little bit about the organization you started, Black Girls Graduate? Yeah. Uh, I know you partnered with your siblings on that. Maybe what that was like before coming to Stern, what it's like now. Yeah, so um, Black Girls Graduate was started by myself and my sister, and she later brought on um, one of her best friends, Takara. Actually, around the time that I was applying for law school and Ashley was like finishing up undergrad. Mm -hmm. And really at that point, I think both of us, at least for me, I was trying to think like, okay, I know I want to be a lawyer. I know what my bliss is, what I'm trying to get Mm -hmm. to. Do I know anyone who does that? Mm -hmm. And I couldn't really think of that many people. I have some sorors that are lawyers. I could talk to them, but they're not necessarily practicing the type of law I was interested in. And I was like, well, this is crazy because I have this network from Penn 
this network from Delta. I'm in Delta Sigma Theta. <laughs> and I'm like, I even have a CFA network and I can't, I'm struggling to think of someone. So if mm-hmm. I'm struggling to think of someone, what about the people who don't have those networks? What about my students when they get older? You know, there's that isn't there. So that's kind of where um, in Black Girls Graduate, one of the main things we'll do is interview successful black women and tell their stories. Tell what did they do in college? What internships did they have? Mm-hmm. Um, who were their mentors? Like, what is it they think helped them to get to where they are? And just kind of sharing that story in a way that it can be an online career fair. So what was maybe one of the stories that inspired you the most or you feel like maybe had a strong impact on some of your followers? I think um, one of the stories that was that's still really inspiring to me, um, we interviewed someone named Corinne Gilliard, who at the time we interviewed for her, her I believe she's working for an advertising agency. Mm-hmm. Before we even got to actually publishing her article, we contacted her just to see if there were any updates, and she was already working for the OWN Network. Nice. And she actually ended up producing um, one of the episodes that interviewed Michelle Obama. Wow. So it was just cr- crazy and amazing to see, like, because we try to interview people young, because we feel like they have so much potential, just to see how someone can grow so mm-hmm. quickly. And even now, I believe she's, um, like, a co-founder of another podcast, actually. Oh, wow. So it's just crazy to see how much someone's story can change and, like, just to see how much potential is out there. I feel like that's really important just, at least when I've gone through undergrad or even now through Stern, having some sort of network that um, you can feel some sort of affinity to to help help guide you through what to do next is really helpful. Obviously, all these big schools throw a lot of resources, but just to be able to envision yourself in somebody else's shoes that's that's similar to you, I can imagine is extremely helpful, um, especially for for people who are looking to pursue further careers. So you're JD MBA, (laughs) which as just doing the MBA, that sounds like a, a lot. And how are you also balancing black girls graduating? Yeah, so that's definitely difficult. I definitely lean on my sister Ashley a lot. Mm -hmm. She, you know, is the CEO and she puts in a lot of work. I think I kind of try to, because I'm based in New York and her and Takara are both in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I guess I would say I'm I'm just trying to, like, do what I can in New York, whether that's, um, we actually got to co-sponsor Stern's (laughs) Association of Hispanic and Black Business Students. Um, they had a Black Diversity Career Fair, and we got to be one of the sponsors next to huge names like Google and Goldman Sachs. So that was mm-hmm. kind of amazing just to kind of be in the presence of that community and also be able to tell students about uh, Black Girls Graduate and what we do. I think that that's a really great platform, being able to help students here at Stern. Can you maybe talk a little bit about how you've relied on your sister as a mentor throughout this process, what that relationship is like. Um, Obviously, since she's the CEO of the company and you're here pursuing school, I think understanding sibling dynamics is really really interesting to me, at least on how um, I spend time with my brother. No, it's interesting. I actually appreciate that you describe her as a mentor. She'll be very flattered by that. Well, I I do see her in that way. It's actually Mm -hmm. my younger sister as well. Oh, even better. I'm older, but Mm -hmm. she definitely has an entrepreneurial spirit. It's something that I think is one of her best characteristics. Also something I think that she gets from my dad because Mm -hmm. he kind of, he was very much an entrepreneur and and always seeking, um, he was actually working on a lot of projects to better Nigeria, which is where mm-hmm. um, 
he's from where my, my I'm from, my, that side of my family. So I think that's interesting. Working with your sister, though, is gonna, it basically means 100% honesty. And if yep. you're not doing something right, you will be told. It's always interesting to me when I like have a conflict with friends and I think about like how I would handle this with my sister, mm-hmm. which will probably be just like, what are you doing? Whereas with friends, you have to kind of like be really soft, and probably with with colleagues, it's even it's even more defined. Mm-hmm. So working with a sister, I can kind of if I want feedback on something, I know that it's going to be the real. <laughs> There's no sugar coating. Yeah, in this and conversation. if I'm not doing a good job, she'll tell me. So then, understanding you guys have that, you know, brutal honesty. As you're directing where black girls graduate, uh, black girl graduate goes, and even how you may have a difference of opinion, how do you guys solve that? Yeah, I think it's really bringing the vision to the table and saying, and like kind of explaining. We really do try to collaborate on a lot of things. Even now, just in the last two days, we've been collaborating a lot about um, a new shirt design and like what we want that to look at look mm-hmm. like. There was one point where we decided, you know, we need to change just based on going out and conducting interviews. We're like, this is taking a long time for turnover. So Mm. what can we change to kind of solve this problem? I guess it's a goal oriented conversation. Like, this is what we're trying to get to. Let's hear who has ideas. And I think from there we can decide which is the best. Is it just the two of you, or are there other are there other Her best folks? Too, right? Excuse me, um, beyond the the three founders. Yeah, so right now it's just the three of us, uh, kind of mainly making those types of decisions. But we we've had a lot of writers that have been working with us, or that submit, or that regu- regularly submit articles um, to the site. But we haven't actually grown the team much bigger than that, although we were looking for interns in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I think we might have to look for an intern in New York, too. <laughs> we we got to get that on OCD. Yeah. To, on Office of Career Development yeah. for, uh, for summer jobs, for sure. It would be great. <laughs> so as you guys are having these long-term planning discussions, what can we expect to see from Black Girls Graduate? I think you can definitely accept, expect to see more content. I think we're trying to become more consistent with publishing and I think you can expect to see more exposure so mm-hmm. we really want to do more collaborations especially as we go into the summer whether that be women's events mm-hmm. um, brunches I know Ashley's been doing a lot of work with local nonprofits in Chicago and just kind of being more present being more in the community make sure people know who we are but also you know we're slowly building up a pretty good database of information that can benefit people. So we're mm-hmm. just trying to find the best way, I guess, to distribute that. Do you see bringing men into <laughs> into it as well? Yeah, that's all. I'm all about female power, but we I, can. We, we, we need help. <laughs> that's need funny help. because that's always something that comes up. And I think we're just really focused right now on what we feel is our, I guess, niche area. Mm-hmm. They've identified a target market, and it's good. Those are, those are the business aspects of it, I mm-hmm. suppose. So I, I don't know. Well, it's definitely something that we talk about, but I don't know. Okay. It might come. It might. <laughs> That's look. Um, I think that would be. I think that would be awesome, and we're definitely looking forward to seeing how the organization will will grow mm-hmm. over time. So uh, Chicago, tell me a little bit about growing up in Chicago. What did you really enjoy about it? What was it like moving away? Yeah, you definitely need to make a trip to Chicago. Um, 
I will say, come in the summer. I know people don't like the cold. But if you do like the cold, I had a good time over winter mm-hmm. break, too. Growing up there was pretty fun. Honestly, it's definitely one of my favorite cities. I feel yeah. like you're not selling it. You're okay. Like, <laughs> you're like, yeah, it's just Chicago. It's a great city. I think it's like the Chicago culture. You might notice New Yorkers are very much like in your face. And mm-hmm. Chicago is just like... You just come and you'll experience it yourself. We're very cool. Think Barack Obama. Sure. Michelle. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, it's just And like the, the neighborhoods dish. in Chicago, they all have like little artsy kind of scenes. There's a theater. Yeah. They all have their own thing going on. Um, the food in Chicago is great. I'm a big advocate of deep dish pizza. I actually. The Mamadis? Which, which one's yeah, your Manati's. place? My place is Pizzeria Do. Okay. Got actually. It. Haven't been there. It's really good. Most people in New York think I'm a pizza snob because I don't I don't eat pizza, but it's because I don't eat New York pizza. What? <laughs> only deep dish. Only oh, deep dish. Pretty much only deep dish. It's, uh, deep dish pizza. Is it pizza? It's more like bread with cheese and it's tomato sauce. Delicious. It's, it's not your, pizza. It's, Come on. It's the whole meal for the day. It's the whole, it's meal, the whole meal for the day. day. <laughs> you need your fork. You need your knife. There's no folding. No, no, there's no fault. Yeah, you're right. It is a knife and fork meal. So we did a little bit of research on your background. You went to Penn undergrad. Mm -hmm. Did you always know that, hey, when it came time for college, I wanted to leave the city, try something else? How how did that selection work? Um, What were your thoughts there? My older sister actually left first. She went to University of Rochester, and kind of the rest of us ended up following her on the East Coast. So I didn't apply anywhere in Chicago or even in the state. I just applied to some schools that I thought were good schools. And it's funny because my mom is definitely more of like, you know, you can be whatever you want to be. And my dad is more of like, here are the professions, you may choose one. (laughs) And so once I got into schools, he was like, well, okay, you got into Penn Mm -hmm. and Cornell, so you're going to go to one of those. Yeah, nothing to see. And then it was my choice from that Mm -hmm. point. So Penn was perfect for me. Um, obviously, you're a dual JD MBA student now. Was that always the plan, or did you have an idea throughout your four years there of, hey, I want to intern in a number of specific fields that would set me up for a great JD MBA program? Maybe talk about yeah, that route. Definitely not the plan. Honestly, it was not the plan at all. I, I majored in international relations, and I was really interested in doing something where I could travel the world. And honestly, a number of different things kind of came into play. So my dad passed away when I was in college. And I think when that happened, even though I'm still really interested in um, traveling a lot and like maybe even working abroad at some point, at the time, I really just wanted to stay close to family. And so just thinking about different things that were important to me at the time, I actually joined Teach for America. But the JDMBA... You know, I kind of thought about the law, but I really hadn't thought about business, honestly, until into the, the law program. Got it. So what prompted you once you got into the law program to say, okay, let me come on over to Stern? Yeah, I really feel, think the first thing was this great trip I went on. It was a free trip, which is nice. That's free trips are great. always good. <laughs> you have to tell us good. about these free trips. Yeah, these free <laughs> trips are great. So this one was to Cape Town, South Africa. Mm-hmm. Even um, better. Yeah, mm-hmm. beautiful. And it was with Law and Social Entrepreneurship um, Association over at the law school. And we visited this kind of like agricultural um, social enterprise and the owner just had an amazing story. He was explaining to us the business and how he kind of uses what he learned from finance to make money in this way. And literally, I'm like, well, 
you have women selling fish and bread and mm-hmm. gardening, but he's talking about like licensing agreements and flipping them to high net worth investors. And I didn't understand anything he was talking about. And so that was kind of the first thing that made me think, if I really get the business knowledge, I can probably mm-hmm. do a lot with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Absolutely. I feel like it's a great tool for a number of reasons. Number one, you can go into law and really understand the business side of law. You can understand firm management. And then I feel as though if you're an entrepreneur or a, or a business executive post out of a program like Stern, it's always good to know what's allowed and what isn't and how you can use the law appropriately when, when conducting work. So I completely agree with that and understand yeah. your... Just to, just to take a step back a little bit, you mentioned that you worked in Teach for America after undergrad. I feel like that's a pretty common route for students prior to business school. What city were you in? What experience was that like? And, and how did that more or less shape your, your interest? Yeah, so I was in um, Houston. It was definitely a challenging experience. I would say it's still pretty up there for the most difficult job I've ever had, and I worked in banking. So <laughs> that says a so lot. So that, yeah. I mean, um, pitch books versus little kids, I imagine. I mean, it could be tough. I would even say, like, the first year of law school was easier than the first year of teaching. It's really challenging just because, at least for me, I had the mindset that in school, if you mess up, you're only hurting yourself. But mm-hmm. in teaching, if you mess up, you're potentially having a really negative effect on the future of some awesome, <laughs> smart, aspirational kids with a lot of potential. So, so you're at you're at Stern and NYU Law. You're trying to decide what to do. Can you maybe talk a little bit about um, your professional career aspirations post? post-Stern and NYU Law and, and, and the internships you've had and, and your thoughts on that? Yeah, so I, I, think, I think my main goal has not changed, I think, since coming to law school, but it's just developed a lot more. And mm-hmm. so actually, to take it back even further, when I was in college, one of my, actually my advisor, I think, my international relations advisor gave me this Venn diagram that has these four questions in it and there's all these different labels, but at the very center is bliss. And it's like, if you can answer these four questions, this is how you get to bliss. So when I think about um, my professional goals, that's kind of where it comes to. Bliss, kind of like Nirvana. What, what I was going to say, what were these four questions? Yeah, so the four questions are, what do you love? What are you good at? Um, what will the world pay for? And what does the world need? And to me, those like make that. sense because, like, I love singing, mm-hmm. but I'm not Beyonce. So, like, <laughs> no one's going to pay for that. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So, but if you can find something where you can actually answer all four, then I think you've got your dream job. Got it. Do you love singing? <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's a bombshell. Uh, is that in the shower? Is that in front of people? Uh, that is, like, with—that is, like, karaoke. <laughs> that is, like, in the shower. And mm-hmm. I used to do choir. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, that, not, that's not good. a solo artist. So we we can still find you in karaoke. You can find me in karaoke. Do yeah. you have a favorite New York karaoke bar? It's usually the same area where all the other karaoke spots are, but like I don't on have a St. favorite. Marks, I think, is where it is. I've done it oh, once. Oh, the Sing Sing, I think. Yeah, yeah, Sing Sing. That's it. But uh, every karaoke singer has their go-to song. So you do what have is a go-to so, song. so what that's is true. your your go-to? That's true. You do have a go-to song. And my go-to song is. TikTok by Kesha. That's it's just, a good song. That's just it. W- brushing your teeth with a bottle of Jack, right? You gotta do <laughs> That's it. it. That's how you it got goes. Got a little Diddy ad lib in there. How would your siblings um, rate your singing? 
<laughs> and do we ever have level? like it's it's six of you guys? So do we ever have like do a mini Jackson too? five? Well, no. There's there's four of us. I said six, but I was counting my mom and dad. Oh, okay. So there's four of us, but they they have um they have a go to phrase that they say about me, which is they don't know how I keep sneaking into choirs <laughs> <laughs> because I did choir like. Basically, elementary school, middle school, high school, and they're mm-hmm. like, "How do you keep getting into these choirs?" I was even in like our all city choir, like Chicago choir. They're like, "Who keeps letting you in?" <laughs> so that's what they would say. That's not even a backhanded compliment. That's <laughs> just straight up. They're like, "What are we you doing we don't here?" Get it. Yeah, but oh. I mean, like, yeah, it's fun. Uh, just to transition a little bit to about your experience here at Stern and maybe what you've learned throughout your time in business school that you've directly applied uh, mm-hmm. to black girls graduate? If there's even a specific nugget or, or a specific professor that said something or influenced you where you called back up your sister and the, th- the third co-founder and said, hey, we got to implement this. Yeah, I would say definitely actually MBA one mm-hmm. year where I was just immersed in all the Stern classes. And I think I, I called my sister pretty often um, and even talked with Takara just about things that I was learning in class. Probably specifically Kara's marketing class, actually. Mm. Ashley's actually really, really good at marketing. So I think this kind of served as me getting caught up to speed mm-hmm. because um, she did her undergrad degree in public relations. So she, I think, was just very much uh, more knowledgeable of these things. And I think I just needed to be caught up. I think the other thing that's been really helpful is, or at least this semester, is just kind of taking more time to think about the strategy when it comes to the future. Thinking about strategy. That's always <laughs> that's such a broad question and is always really hard. I, yeah. I feel as though, I don't know about you, Adrian, but w- just so our listeners know, both Adrian and I were recruiting for consulting, and I felt as though mm-hmm. thinking about everything through a strategic lens was always yeah. really framework. tough. Framework. Framework, right, framework. What so, is the framework? I, 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 yeah. I completely feel you there. Yeah. How that might be difficult. But given what you've learned across both your JD program and here at Stern, what advice would you actually have for MBA ones or incoming MBA students Mm -hmm. um, looking back on your three years here at NYU? Yeah, three years, and and this is the fourth (laughs) year, actually. Oh, wow, four years. It's a long program. I think, though, my best advice would be to take advantage of every opportunity that you have time to exploit. I don't know if that's the right word. But there's so many really cool programs here. Mm-hmm. I've gotten to do a lot while I was at both the law school and at Stern, whether it's been um, experiential learning projects, working with um, impact investors, which is something I'm super interested in and hadn't gotten to tap into yet, or doing a Stern signature project where we got to work with the Natural Resource Defense Council and look at, okay, how can we get them to increase investment in renewables. Just really interesting questions. Um, and then for me that that do incorporate both social impact and the private sector, take advantage of those opportunities to the extent that you can. And also do something that is not related to what you're going to do immediately. So as people who are listening might be considering JD, MBA, doing it jointly, can you kind of spell out some of the differences that you've had, um, some of the highlights from both? Yeah, some of the highlights, I felt super inspired in a lot of my law classes. I mean, there's a reason that I came to law school, and I, do, I just have learned a lot. I've learned a lot, and there's some amazing 
um, professors who do really great work and they're able to share that with us. And so I've really appreciated that. On the business school side, I'm someone who, as I mentioned before, I studied international relations. I had no business background, somehow started a business, but no, no business background. And so I can definitely credit Stern with everything I've learned there, especially mm-hmm. on the finance end. And I really think it's interesting how the two really intertwine. So like lately I've really become interested in real estate and you can just do so much. Honestly, I think it's incredibly helpful. So even um, this past summer, I, I had like two different internships. So I did a business internship and a legal internship. And in the business internship, which was investment banking, one of the first assignments they put me on had like this very interesting legal issue going on. And they were just like, you're a lawyer, you can look at this. <laughs> and I was like, I, was like, like, I, um, guess I have not too far, but <laughs> I you're, will look at this. They're like, you're already there. You're two thirds a lawyer, that's good enough, you might as well. Yeah, so it was, it was great because at this point, you know, it was something that I could dig through. I was used to Lily the Lease. I was used to reading contracts. I understood the language. And so I do think that was beneficial. And then on the law side, especially I was doing banking law in London, and they were just super impressed with the fact that I was in business school. Like, Mm -hmm. they were just really impressed with that, regardless of whether or not I knew anything. (laughs) But, again, when when I got those documents and I'm looking at um, a lot of, uh, I guess, secure transactions, a lot of debt, these are concepts that we talk about in finance, corporate finance. I was familiar with them, and I did, and actually... The business internship over the summer really helped. I mean, I just learned so much. So you mentioned that you spent some time in London and you traveled a lot. Were these a lot of organized trips through the law school or Stern? Were you just traveling with friends? Are you traveling through other outside organizations? Um, Maybe can you talk a little bit, what was your favorite trip that you went on? Yeah, I guess my favorite trip, I'm going to say, this is really hard. It's actually top five. Difficult. Top five. Because okay. it sounds like you've you've been a while. We you've can do top five. We can do top five. Um, at the top, since I've been in school, the top is going to be Thailand because uh, I got to like be with the elephants. Did you get to like <laughs> like wash the elephants. elephants? I feel like I've seen my friends' videos yes. of going to wash. You elephants. Yes, wash the yes. elephants. You went swimming. You went with swimming them. with yeah. them. You fed them. All. I, that's my favorite animal, by the way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel Which like yes, yes. That that also is a connection to our sorority. So, yeah. yeah, got it, got it. I feel like swimming with a multi-thousand pound animal has got to be a little bit <laughs> it's, scary. It's to say air quote swim. You are riding on the back of the elephant. You're well, in the water. You can be. You're in dirty malaria-infested water with an elephant. Whoa. How does this go? Whoa. We didn't ride on the elephant. It's funny though that you say this because my mom saw a picture and was really upset with me for being that close to the elephant. Why? <laughs> she was just like, "What are you doing? Moms. Why are you underneath an elephant?" <laughs> always worried. Yeah, it was great. You're though. like, I survived. I'm here. It was definitely great. Maybe can you talk a little bit about next steps for EJ? Um, you're going to be graduating coming in May. I am. Um, summing up your experience here at NYU, um, maybe give our listeners a little bit of a view into that. I am going to be graduating. I'm really excited to graduate. Not that I'm excited to start working, but I am excited to be, to finish classes. I'm actually moving back to Chicago. Okay. I'll be near closer to family, and I, I feel like I'll also just be kind of closer to my community, if I could put it that way. Actually, when I did TFA, I really wanted to be in Chicago, and I didn't get Chicago. Mm-hmm. So I think this is pretty cool. I haven't lived there since high school. So I'm excited to go back. I hope I can get involved with the Obama Foundation somehow. That's mm-hmm. 
that's something I would really enjoy. Yeah, I'll just get to be with family. Sounds like you got yeah. your, uh, your, your work cut out for you, to say the least. What are you looking forward to the most? Um, is it that spending time with family? Is it getting back into the workforce and really being able to progress in your career, giving back to your community? Um, are there any immediate goals that you have once you get there? Yeah, I think, um, I think my most immediate goal will be to step outside and enjoy the fact that there's not the garbage piled up because <laughs> we have alleys. It's tough. <laughs> okay, no, it's Chicago tough here in New York. is so I much clear. That jab at New York. So much clearer than New York. <laughs> it's, it's funny. When I, when I moved to New York, I guess what it was six years ago, coming from Virginia, I'm originally from Virginia, where seeing a Coke can in the street is unheard of, uh, in especially in the suburbs of Richmond, getting used to the garbage piles uh, yeah. took about two years. Um, now I'm excited to see a street sweeper come through, but I yeah. imagine Chicago is definitely more pristine, and they're also better at clearing snow than it's really than great. They are here in New York. I think whenever I move to a new city, though, I just look for. I like to get my routine in order, but mm-hmm. I think other than that, I'll, I'll really be excited to. Start working. Just this past internship alone showed me that you learn so much on the job so quickly. And our firm really does do, it's super international, so all the projects have an international component. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to do some really cool pro bono work in child advocacy, so that's just something I'm super excited about. From the smallest level of just going into a classroom and talking about what it's like to be a lawyer to actually working mm-hmm. on a case. Like, those are things I think I'm most excited about. Oh, you got the bar coming up, though, too. Yeah, let's just skip that's, over that. That's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> let's just skip over that. I do have the bar trip. Now we can talk about that. Wait, what is that? Yeah. So, because you have to take this grueling bar exam, most people still get an extra month before you start work. Okay. And that's just where you travel. Mm-hmm. Just take a whole month to travel and just enjoy it. So... I feel like there needs to be some sort of final MBA exam. That's not as hard as the bar, just so you can get the, the excuse to travel yeah. at the end of your two years. Yeah. But EJ, it was excellent having you on the show today. Thank you so much. Thank you for Getting having to learn me, a little guys. bit more about you and what this it's was like. A lot of fun. Thank you. What it's like to be a JD MBA student here at NYU. I hope I um, gave some light on it. You certainly did. Stuff. You certainly <gasps> did. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs>